0: Hey, welcome to our community. This is Saratova Best. I am here with a special friend who is a co-teacher of Zavara Malchus. We're going to teach this together. Um, it's the Shushan Forum. And um, we're looking at Parshish Kisisa. And um, there's a really powerful... Uh, Parshish Kisisa is a really powerful system of how to live that uh is the Rebbe's gift to the world. Um it's called Aleph Bay Skimmel. Everybody's familiar with Alice Bay Skimmel in a certain way, you know, from Shalom Mordechai Rabashkin, uh Munabita Betachin brings gola and yet and there's another Aleph Bay Skimmel. and they probably all come down to the same thing. If we're we're in a noisy place, so just take every all the noise, the background noise with a grain of salt. Um and we're going to see what it has to do with, what is this aleph eis system? And what does it have to do with Shusham Purim? So aleph eis is based on the idea that when we have dreams, you know, Beryl Epstein, we did a series on, on for him and his memory on wealth, on the Rebbe's Revolution about wealth. And I started by saying, he used to say to us, y'all have dreams? Y'all have dreams? And I, I remember when he first said it, I thought he meant, you you know, you dream while you're sleeping. But he meant, you have aspirations? you have things that you want to accomplish? Do you have these dreams of a life and a world that's much better than what you're in now? Well, we certainly know that the Lubavitcher ever has such a dream because he said, since before I was three years old, I could picture in front of me the third Baita Mikvish. So his dream... We have this dream from before age three is, number one, a um, very, very large dream because his dream includes that the entire world tur- turns into a place of besa migdush. Number one, it's a very massive dream. Number two, he made sure that the olive part, the dreams, you know, you have this dream and it's amazing, amazing dream. And usually the dream is something that's not happening right here, right now. If it were, it wouldn't be called a dream. You know, if right now I'm sitting in a chair, I don't dream to sit in a chair. I am sitting in a chair. A dream is to be uh, the queen of whatever kingdom sitting on a throne. That's a dream because I'm not sitting on a throne now. But sitting in a chair, which I am, that's not a dream. So that's not – the definition of the Alice phase is it's a dream that's much bigger than where you're up to now. Maybe infinitely bigger. Number two is um, the base phase. That's the Allah phase. The base phase is um, now there's a whole bunch of hard work to do to get to that dream, to get that dream to become a reality. And that's usually not as much fun, if you want to use the word fun. The Allah phase is extremely exciting, extremely uplifting, very buoyant, very optimistic, very upbeat, amazing because you can add to it anything you want and the sky's the limit in how much you can dream that's no hard work that's not hard work at all that's 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 that's, that's the yummy part of it then there's the base phase that's alafeshimol which is the work you need to do to actually make that become a reality that one's tougher that one's tougher and that one's um you know solid work um Now, I want to say, I'm going to take station identification. I'm sitting here with a friend that I always say like this. There are two kinds of people when you work on projects. One kind of a person, um, they will make sure they get it done no matter what. Even if it gets a little tough and a little, you know, we could maybe have some strong words between us, but they make sure they get it done no matter what. They're like, Nessa, we're going to get this done. And then there are other people, as soon as it gets a little messy, they just fluff out and you're left holding the ball yourself. So this co-teacher that I'm sitting with here, she makes sure she gets the job done no matter what. And I have all these fond memories of doing projects with her. Uh, her name is Deborah And she always made, made, made sure and makes sure now that she gets the goal, the goal actualized no matter what. So, so that's, that's the base phase. There are some people who are really good at dreaming. But they just—they just never manage to get it done, you know. Or they—they—they leave in the middle. And then there are some people in the—and then there are some people who, you know, they—they some people dream well, but they they, just—they—they pull out before the end. That's tough. You know, they leave you alone to finish it. Mm Mm. And so. So so the, the people who are good dreamers, the alice phase, but they're not good doers. They don't get it done until the end. And then there are the people who um, are not such good dreamers. It's hard to get them to say, you know, when you ask them, what would you love to accomplish in life? They're like, I don't know, you know, make sure I eat three meals a day. Or make sure I go to sleep on time. You know, can you dream a little higher than that? Well, you know, those are people who just like to get the job done, so they pick very small goals. So... The question is, which kind of person is better? So first of all, I'm sitting with a person here who makes sure she has a big dream and she gets it done no matter what. That's her personality, Baruch Hashem. That's why we're teaching this together. What would be the gimel? So the aleph is the dream. The base is the actually doing it. And the gimel is putting the two together. Having a dream that you don't call, not a small dream, a big dream. And you get it done. An aleph plus base you big dream, base, you do hard work. And Gimel, you get it done. And you get it done in a way that it, it's Ge'ula. It's Ge'ula. So when the Rebbe, when the Labamacha Rebbe dreams big and says, since before I'm three years old, I picture in front of me the third base of Nibbish, and that's my goal, and that's what I'm here, that's what we're all here to do, and we don't compromise on our dreams, and yet we're here to do the hard work to get it done. Together with that, he needed to and needs to um insert all kinds of dynamics and life skills etc into the world so that um it becomes possible to do it a little molding the world this way and a little guiding the pieces, the people this way and you know guiding the guiding the hidden how to to activate them to inspire them they should do the works and guiding those who were inspiring to want to um to want to receive what we have to do and a lot of, you know, molding from all sides, from the world's point of view, from the teacher's point of view, from the student's point of view, a lot of work, till we come, till we come to the gimbal of actually achieving it. Okay. So, that's the basic, this is the basic system that's delineated in Parsha's QC SISA. And you could, Parsha's Key SISA um, happens to be the last complete tzichah that the Rebbe said um, of all the tzichahs that he ever said so far. After that there was a part of the Sikha. But this kind of um, summing summing up uh, how many decades? You know, a number of decades of teaching, saying sikhahs in Maimarem and teaching us and teaching the world for all those decades and summing it all up in one sikha Whoever brings a, bring, the brings summation in is Parsha's Kisisa. But everything is divided into Allah, faith, gimmel. And there are many, many more details in the Sira. So here's the question. What does that have to do with um, Purim cousin? Uh, sorry, not Purim, Shushan Purim. Um, by the way, before I answer that question, um, I do want to mention... I don't have the sources in front of me. In 1991, when we were in the middle of the Gulf War, um, the Lubavitcher Rebbe said that, um, gave a bracha, I think, to Israel, uh, sorry, to the United States, to America, to be successful in his war on Batra. Now, it was, it was, I think, a couple of days after Purim, and the war had come to an end. When we were fighting the Gulf War, the U.S. was fighting the Gulf in the, the Persian Gulf, and the war came to an end. And then, as, I, as far as I know, I think the 16th day, that'll be tomorrow, the 16th day of Adr, um someone came to the Rebbe and the Rebbe gave a blessing to America for success in its war against Batra. And it was a very perplexing bracha because the war ended. So why do we need success in the war? So we knew that there would be a sequel to this war and I remember it was a few years later and I remember I went around and I spoke in different places and I said to, I told the people this absolutely and I said today is the 16th of August and what there's going to be a sequel and on that day Gulf War number two started on the 16th day of other, a few years later. Um, very prophetic words which actually came to be. So we're in these special days from Purim when, you know, as it says, if you want to, the whole month of other, if you want, if you are investing in something and you want it to grow, invest in the month of other, whether it's real estate, a relationship, a project, a shidduch, uh, anything else. This is the month to make the investment because this is the month that if you invest it and you plant it, it will grow. So it's an amazing month to start anything new. What, whatever it could be, is it start a new relationship, do a shidduch, a marriage? Is 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 you know planned in this month or happens in this month or, uh, or any, or anything else, anything else. This is the time to do it. And this is the time to make decisions that I want to do such and such in this month. So how much more so, and that, and by the way, that's kind of the Aleph phase. That's, wow, I have a dream of something I want to do, but I link it to the base part in which, which means I'm starting, I'm not only going to dream, I'm actually starting the first part of it. The first step of it right here right now. So, and why, um, what is Purim i oh, sorry, Shushan Purim. You know, we know that all the the cities that had walls around them at the real time of Purim, there was a second day of fighting. Well, let's just say that the Purim miracle was a whole lot of things, but Our enemies had a plan. Haman, Amalek, had a plan. He had a very ugly plan, Amalek. And it was a, uh, you know, a planned, uh, God forbid, final solution. A planned um, war and obliteration. And in the end, the way that Amalek was defeated at that time is that the enemies that were out to get us, we were given permission to destroy them. And the war that was fought they lost, and the casualties that happened were not among us, God forbid, but among them. they asked, they asked for it they they had something planned so so the the idea of a Nahatechu, when we look at a negative prognosis for something, and it seems so realistic and it seems like there's nothing according to the laws of nature, there's no way out of this one. You know, this is the medical prognosis, or this is the political prognosis, or the social prognosis. There's no way out of this. And yet, that's the laws of nature. The laws of nature work from the energy of Hashem as Elohim. When Hashem comes in and works in the world as Yud Kei Vav Kei the laws of nature are just a little nothing. You know, they're just a little putty in our hands. They are just, you know, a play thing. You know, a little toy or baby rattle. They don't mean anything to us. They do mean something. We can we can mold them the way they need need to be molded. So and how do we need to mold them? The bad news turns into the ultimate of good news. And it's from the darkness, one over here. The, the from the darkness we create light. Now, how do we create light from darkness? Because so because the essence of darkness is it's really light, but it's light on a way that we don't have that visibility. So now let's go back to the olive thing. Visibility? You mean there's light in darkness? Now, we don't like darkness, but there's light in darkness, and we can't see it. Well, which eyes would we need to turn on? We would need to turn on the Aleph eyes, not the base eyes. The Aleph eyes are the eyes that can see a vision of something that's not in front of your face right here right now. You know it's true, but you can't put your finger on it. The base phase, if you're going to turn on your base eyes, you're going to say, okay, let's face reality the doctors or the scientists or the politicians or the educators, they said this. Those are the base eyes. So we have to believe them because we look at life through their eyes. But the alice eyes enable us to go to something higher. So Shushan Purim, oh yeah, we went, going back to the walls. Shushan Purim is the ability to turn on the alice eyes wherever we are, whenever we are. So Shushanpuram was for cities with walls. Oh my, what's going on over here? Shushanpuram, hold on, we gotta move ourselves out of, there's some stuff going on there. Shushanpuram, Shushanpuram is for wall cities that had walls around them. Now what's the thing about a city with a wall? The wall, the, the, the war was... With- it's very noisy here. The war was fought two days. The cities, the cities that had walls around them, fought the next day. Why do you have a wall around your city? Because you don't want anybody to attack you. God forbid. Well, so why do you need a wall? Because you're afraid of them. So, in other words, we put up walls when we think like we think that the bad guys are stronger than us. Where the bad prognoses are stronger than us, and we're too weak. So what we can do what? Can we do? We put up a wall to make sure that they don't that they don't get to us. So those cities today, the cities that are kind of more afraid, they're oh no, we better protect ourselves by making sure the enemy doesn't get to us. Those are the cities that today were victorious. That means. There are times in life when we feel invincible. We can do anything. We don't have to worry about the bad guys or the bad thoughts or the bad feelings. We're fine. And then there are phases in life, Rahman Aslan, where we feel a little more vulnerable. So we need a wall around us. We need to be protected because we feel a little bit um, defenseless. We're not as on top of the world, we're not as strong, we're not as, uh, you know, invincible. And when we're in those phases, that's kind of like Shushan There are phases in life when we feel like, just, I need somebody to protect me because uh, I'm not feeling so strong right now. So that's like the walled cities. But today that, those cities have this victory. That's Shushan So that would say that today, that part of me that feels kind of weak, kind of small, kind of vulnerable, kind of not invincible, but vincible, kind of, um, um, what's the word, Uh, vulnerable, kind of needing protection, I'm not in such good shape right now, that part of me, that that part of me today is having the victory. In other words when i when 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 I'm sort of in an unwalled city when i 'm feeling strong huh, i don't even need hashem to protect i don't even need hashem to i don't even oops, i don't even need hashem to protect me but but then there's a phase then there's a phase where I recognize I need hashem to protect me and today that phase today is the day that has that um has that power, that I don't have to be afraid of anything, because in the end it will be Didanatha. In the end it will be didanata. I don't even have to be afraid to hold in my mind a powerful, huge dream that everybody else says is ridiculous. I could be, it's like Avram Avram, 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 no. Um, first of all, the, the Yid who believed he was going to come out of Mitzrayim and Avram Avinu he was the Ivory. He was the only one with the dream. Everybody else said, you're nuts. He said, I don't mind being the only one with this dream. I know it's going to succeed. I know it's going to succeed. I don't have to be, I don't mind being the only one with this dream. Um, and the same thing as it says that one-fifth of Yidden came out of Misraim. There were very few hidden who believed it's going to be absolutely fine. They didn't mind. Everybody else tells, tells us we are not coming out of this place. We're not coming out of मिस्राइम. Everybody told everybody said that. There were a few people who said we're getting out of here. How are you possibly going to get out of here? Like hidden in the holocaust, little well, Everybody said there's no way they're leaving. And plenty of people left. So I'm just saying today is the day to hold that vision and feel like care about all the base people that say let's face reality I go with the olives. But I'm ready to fight for it. And I know that today when the people who have the dream who who felt like uh you know <laughs> will they will 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 they be protected, today was their victory. And the ultimate victory is that by putting together the last question is, what's better? To have a dream? and you're very buoyant, but you never get it done, or to get it done, but to have no dream, says the Lubavitcher Rebbe, we put the two together. Gimel, we maintain the dream, and we work to get it done, and we don't get let go of our dream the entire time, we don't care what anybody else does, and today is the proof of that, and may today's Kayach bring us to La yehudi Haisa Arva Simcha vikar, Bikar, and may it be for us, King Yalanu. We should find ourselves laughing at all the opposition, laughing all the way into the ghoulish Lima, laughing all the way to the bank, laughing all the way into the ghoulish Shlema should be immediately now.